What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Travis. I am the founder of Uber. And contrary to what you might have read, I am not a monster. He is bold and uncompromising. Is this legal? <laughs> Grow or die. You need to start listening to the people that help build this company. The city has been taken! Big fight this weekend. Covington and Masvidal, UFC 272. Jack, who do you like? You know, I'm going with Masvidal. Covington said a lot of shit I don't like. He always running his mouth. I don't like him. So I want Masvidal to kind of put that knee uh, in his brain just like he did uh, Ben Askren. Ooh, I like that. Should be a good one. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of the UFC, has a can't-miss offer for new customers for this big fight. Bet $1 on the main event and get $100 in free bets no matter the outcome of the fight. Your pick could miss. But DraftKings will still give you $100 in free bets. There's still ways to win big if Sportsbook isn't available in your state. You can get into the action of USC 272 with DraftKings free play pools. Everyone can enter the free pool with $10,000 in prizes. Answer questions like, how long will a fight last? And who will walk out on top? And follow along to see how you do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code SMOKE. And throw down just $1 in the UFC 272 main event and get $100 in free bets no matter the outcome. That's promo code SMOKE this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of the UFC. Oh, I like this. Jackie, you want to intro? It's your shit. Or you want me to talk about you? Does it feel better when you talk about yourself or when I talk about you? I mean, either way, you know, I'm going to talk about myself regardless <laughs> if somebody else don't do it. <laughs> Talk that shit then. Give, give me a break. I'll, I'll, give me a break. What's burning? Jack, what's happening? Cooling, my brother. How you out there on that west side? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Stretch. Second half of the season, man. I'm excited about this. Jack, pushing P towards the playoffs. Let's touch on that Western Conference first. 
Which team or teams do you think benefit the most from CP3 being down for six to eight weeks? I got to go with the Warriors. They're getting healthy, and I think this is the chance to get uh, the number one seed. You know, a lot of people talk about home court advantage is not that important, but having the number one seed is a lot. It means a lot. And having home court all the way through the playoffs, especially in the Western Conference, I think every team on the West Conference wants that. So for them to be getting healthy and to be able to, to gain some ground on Phoenix while, while CP is hurt, I think that's big for the Warriors to go out and try to get a good feel going into the playoffs. I love this Phoenix team, but they go as far as CP3 takes them. Uh, obviously, big fan of Book and, and what they're building over there, but CP is that leader and that voice, that calming sense um, when, when needed. And, um, you know, guys are still putting up nice numbers, but it's just, you know, with CP is, is so much to that team that obviously his numbers are great, but that the, the, the day-to-day fan doesn't see. But who do I feel benefits the most? I just think uh, teams that are injured, that have important guys injured, Golden State being one of them, um, Draymond Green and Wiseman coming back, um, and then Denver being another team where Joker's had an incredible season, numbers surpassed what he had last year in his MVP season. Um, but he's got Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. coming back. Crazy thing about it is Phoenix only needs to go 500 to be a 60-win team, which is which mm-hmm. is crazy. But also what worries me about Phoenix is CP3 has had, had hand, hand problems. And, you know, he's he's broke this thumb. This is his second time, but he's had other hand problems too. He had some in, Clip, uh, in L.A. with me and the Clippers. So it'll be interesting to see, man, you know, those hands and, and, and how aggressive he is on defense and the plays he'd be making, man. It'll be interesting to see, man, if, if like I said, Phoenix has a good shot to, to represent the uh, Western Conference, but without CP. Uh, they don't go anywhere, so we'll have to clean. Hey, but keep what? A close what, even, what about Aiden too? What about Aiden too? He ain't got paid. Yeah, this he is still, his year. He still ain't got paid. Yeah, this is his year. But you also got to think like he more than anybody to me needs needs CP. Aiden is, <laughs> exactly. Aiden, but Aiden, no, but but I I don't say that disrespectfully because to me Aiden and, and he's played with a lot of and he's got a lot of bigs paid. I'm talking about CP, but Aiden is the most skilled by far. I mean, he's got offense and defense, mid-range. He can do it all, but he just benefited and looked like it was a whole different player when CP was out there on the floor, man. So definitely going into a contract year for him. Uh, he needs that boy CP out there. Eastern Conference, James Harden and Joel Embiid. I want to hear what you have to say first um, about this, uh, but they're off to a scary, although only being two games, a scary two-game start. Yeah, definitely scary two-game start. Um, and it was the right two teams, Minnesota and Knicks, to, to start off with. You know, perfect two teams to get a, to get a good feeling, you know, with it, with it being his first two games. Definitely the Knicks, though. I got to reiterate that. But, um, <laughs> nah, Matt, all bullshit aside, they look good, bro. They look good. Um, I can't wait to see them against the top tier Eastern Conference, Western Conference team. But they look good. We know what Embiid going to do. Um, definitely you see the lead in Embiid, how he's embraced it, uh, hard into the team, allowing him to come in and be the player he's always been. And uh, I think, you know, having Doc Rivers and, and Sam Cassell on that sideline is making that transition easier for them. They're gonna, they looking good, man. I'm, I'm, they're going to be there. Yeah, I mean, people can say what they want about James when he's unhappy. You know, some people say he handles the situations wrong, but we know when he's motivated, he's one of the best players in the world. 
and mm-hmm. Embiid has having an, been having an MVP season. Jameson's coming over to averaging 28, 14 assists and nine rebounds. So when this dude wants to play, he's one of the best to do it. Something that sparks me with Philly is I've kind of doubted them because Harris is not a consistent third option. But I think the youngster, Tyrese Maxey, has jumped into that third role, third score, third consistent score, but can also drop 30 for you. Young, active, he, you know, he, he handled the ball most of the season. He's slid over now and, and, and transitioned well with playing with James Harden. And one thing Embiid has been saying, too, is playing with Harden. He's never had so many open looks. You know, obviously Embiid and, and, and Simmons had some work, you know, had, had some good runs, but James Harden is clearly the best player Embiid has ever played with. And he's just saying that is making his game so much more open. You know, the James' ability to score and assist um, is scary. But I think Tobias Harris, I don't know, like we've been waiting on him. He got all that money. We've been waiting for him to be, you know, they chose him over Jimmy Butler, Jack. You know what I mean? And he hasn't really lived up to it, but it's it, it's not bad now if you have to have him as a fourth option, you know, because he because he does have the potential to be someone who could really score. Thoughts on Kyrie, uh, and 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 the Nets, hopeful uh, that he'll be able to be cleared. They had some new mandate that was just dropped, but they uh, said he can go to games but can't play. Like, what kind of shit does that make? Like, you're going to let a dude go to a game but not play, but then you're letting players from other cities come in to New York and still play, but Kyrie can't play. But let's speak to uh, Kyrie, the way he's been playing. Big win over the other night uh, against the Bucks, and, and the outlook for this team um, coming into this stretch run. Well, first, let me say, um, when you spoke on Tobias, Maxi can't be that third leading scorer, but who's going to guard this big – uh, three guards and power forwards. Tobias going to have to step his game up, but uh, they're not going to have the season that they need to. Max is a great small guard, but who's going to guard KD and the rest of these big guys? And, and B can't do it all. Um, yeah, no, I agree. But the- they got they, they got the Witcham call. Not to cut you off. What's the young boy's Thibel? He's he's uh he's he's nice on the defensive end. I agree. Harris is definitely going to have to step on the up on the defensive end. But yeah, I mean we've. You know, we've been waiting. Like, I think if I'm not mistaken, he is still the highest paid player on that team, man. It's just like, damn, like what's happening? Yeah, something got to change. But I'm, I'm, but I'm happy to see there's a great possibility that Kyrie will be back on the court home in the way games. Uh, you've seen what he means to Brooklyn. They mm-hmm. went in Milwaukee and got a big win, you know, with KD and Simmons Whoa. not even on the court. You know what I'm saying? And Milwaukee had all their players. Mm-hmm. They had their whole team. I'm pushing for Brooklyn. I I actually can get a, a good view of what this team is going to look like when it all comes together. And if, if it works out where Kyrie's playing all, in all the games and everybody's healthy back, you're going to, spit, you're going to see a real dangerous team. And I, I, I actually uh, DM'd and told KD and uh, Kyrie that, that uh, I could see it all coming together. No, it's going to be scary because you got to think, you know, this is the first time KD and Kyrie have played with a pass-first point guard. You know what I mean? Mm. Kyrie has been a point and made decisions, but all Ben wants to do is get his teammates off. Pause. <laughs> you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. wants to find his teammates in all their spots, and he's going to lock down on D. So it's just like I'm excited. I, I still feel I still like Philly got the best player in the trade, but I feel like Brooklyn won the trade because they have so much depth now. You know, you get a star. Uh, you know, you get Seth Curry who's been shooting the ball well, and then I think uh, big fella. 
is going to play. Drummond is going to pay major dividends. Although Embiid is, is 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 you know had his way with him, I just think his depth and size is really going to help this team. So KD is days away, if not a week. Uh, Simmons is probably about ten days to two weeks away. Um, but when all these pieces come together, man, it's it's going to be a fun run, not only to watch them, but again, to continue to watch Philly run, Chicago get healthy, Miami, Victor Oladipo's on his way back from Miami. I forgot he was even out there. Um, this Eastern Conference, you know, the Bucks, it, it, it's going to be a real fun run down the stretch. On the radar, presented by DraftKings, uh, Jack, the Eastern Conference is tight. One to six is separated by four and a half games. Um, here are the odds on to win the Eastern Conference. Brooklyn Nets are at plus 275. Milwaukee's at plus 330. Philly's at plus 370. Miami at plus 475. Boston, who's kind of flown under the radar all season, but has been playing good basketball, plus 1,000. And the Eastern Conference leader, or they're one or two, are plus 1,200. That's the Chicago Bulls. So you feel, I mean, we've touched on this a little bit. I mean, right there, those are, i probably say any... I think Boston and Chicago are the two teams that I don't have as much confidence in. Um, but any of those top four teams, Jack, can come out of the East. How do you see the, a, the East shaking down? I think it's going to come down to it. It definitely matters with seeding. But if, I would like to see Brooklyn and Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals with Brooklyn taking the Eastern Conference mm. Championship. Mm, that would be dope. Dope, dope. Jack, a lot of big games coming up this week in the Eastern Conference. I'll run through them real quick, and then you tell me who you're most likely or excited to see. Heat at Bucks on Wednesday. Heat at Nets on Thursday with KD and, and, and Simmons close to returning. Grizz at the Celtics Thursday. Celtics are 12-3 are twelve and three over their last 15, like I said a second ago, playing good basketball. Bucks at Bulls Friday and Sixers at Heat Saturday. And to close it off, Nets and Celtics, Kyrie back in Boston. Out of those games, any of those games intrigue you? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely um, the Sixers Heat. That's going to be a good game. But the Nets and Celtics on Sunday, you could possibly have everybody on the court that, that game. So, uh, I'm looking forward to see Kyrie back in Boston, but the possibility of having everybody, the whole team, back on the court against Boston with a, playing a hot Boston team would be a good, a good game to watch. Yeah, definitely. I'm just looking forward to it. Like you said, everyone getting back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. 
So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Take a look at an upcoming episode this week on All the Smoke. We sat down with our brother Chandler Parsons. Enjoy. So heading into free agency, you were looking to possibly stay in Dallas, I'm guessing? Yeah. That's what you wanted to do, obviously. Yeah. And well, it didn't really work out that way. You end up going to Memphis on yeah. a nice, another nice deal. What was that experience like? So that was, I signed a three-year deal in Dallas, but I had a player option in the third year. And... Talking with Mark, talking with my agent, they said, listen, you play. I played good that year. You know, we went to the playoffs. They said, you can get a big deal. And there's a lot of interest in you. So I'm like, all right, great. I'll, I'll opt out of my player option. And he, Dan Fang was like, basically, you're going to get a max contract. And, you know, when Dan says He's that, like, I'm fine. I believe you. But Cuban wanted me to opt into that third year because I had had, just had a knee surgery. I had my second one. And I was still going into free agency. And so I didn't pick up my third year. Because Mark was like, "Look, just opt in and prove yourself that you can play, and and then I'll sign I'll sign you to a five year max the next year." And I'm like looking at it, I'm like, and it was for like 17 million, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, he's telling me to opt in now for 17, but Dan Fagan, my agent, tell me I got guaranteed like 95. Like, I'm like, Mark, if I was your son, like, what would you, you what would him? you tell him? Like, would you tell me to do this and take this guaranteed deal? Right. And they knew I had like they knew I had the knee surgeries, right? And so that was crazy, and that's another crazy story where I had two pitch meetings, and I remember it was Orlando and New York offered max deals, but like two or three years. But the two big four ones were Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers. And Paul Allen came, Dame came, Terry Stotts came, their front office came, and we had a great meeting in Portland. And to be honest with you, I was all in on Portland. I was like, we can cancel the Memphis, like I'm going to Portland. Like this is play with Dame and CJ, like mm-hmm. 
this, this is great. And I was too. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, like I'm in. JB Bickerstaff and Fizz, who are my family, they mm-hmm. were, they, he had just got the head coaching job at Memphis. I said, you know what? Let's just take the meeting. Like, I, I love them. Like, let, let's see. And also, they had Gasol, they had Conley, mm-hmm. they had Zebo, TA. Like, mm-hmm. they had a squad mm-hmm. too. So I'll never forget, we're in this meeting, right? And it's at Dan Fagan's house. And we're in the Memphis meeting. And I see, like, where Stack's sitting, Fagan's getting, like, red and, like, kind of getting weird. And then, like, five minutes later, he asks, he's like, hey, let's take a break and, like, you know, let's, uh, we'll, we'll meet back up in five. He's like, CP, come here. So I go, to the, I go to his room with him, and he's like, you're going to Memphis. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he goes... Portland is going to give you a physical, and because of like Greg Oden and Brandon Roy's mm. injury history, you might not pass. Mm. So I'm like, "What do you mean, bro?" He's like, "Trust me, like you don't want to go down that. Like if you do that and they red flag you, bro, you're taking a minimum deal mm. and you're smoked out of 95 million." Mm. So I'm like, "Bro, like what? Like in my head, I'm I'm on Zillow looking at houses in Portland. Like I was going, <laughs> like I love them." Yeah. I go back in there, bro, and I Oscar performance going back. <laughs> Oscar, I go back in there. Listen, guys, I've, I've never, I've never been more sure of something in my life. Sold it. Grit and grind to the day I die. I'm like, I'm in. I'm gonna get that shit tatted. I was like, we can just stop it here. I'm signing. Literally, I'm like Blake Griffin. I wouldn't let them leave till I signed the deal. Yeah. I was like, I am going. So that was just another Dan Fagan crazy story where I was like, yeah. man, I've never told that story That's either. That's incredible. And so like, that was nuts where I was like, this man did it again. Mm. This week. Check out the newest podcast to the Showtime basketball family, Forgotten Season, as Jack takes Dylan back to 2003 and his San Antonio Spurs championship run. Jack, what sticks out to you most about that run, kind of where you're at in your career, and then how big of a role you played on a great team? First, shout out to Dylan at Forgotten Seasons. Man, I'm I'm so glad he's a part of the family, man. He's he's going to do some great things, not only for – for people like us. Hey man, I, I got a good eye for I got a good eye for talent, bro. Not to cut you yeah. off, but I got a good eye for talent, bro. Yeah, you did, bro. He, he he's solid and uh he's going to educate a lot of people that don't have education on hoop. But um I, mean, I I enjoyed it, bro. I just think uh the experience and and the education I had was was detrimental to my career, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I the stuff I learned, the things I've been through, the how I was Forced to be a man and a professional in a short time, uh, that that whole grind and, and being around different players and from different places and being around veterans, you know, that been in the league, it, it was just a, a a gumbo of everything you need as a young player going into the league, you know, and that being a part of a winning, winning organization. Just that experience alone was a, was a, alone was a big reason why I had a 14 year career. Everything I learned there. The real quick, um, as Pop comes up. On passing our former coach Don Nelson um, for the all-time winning coach, I know you had kind of a uh, an up and down relationship with Pop. Can you speak to that real quick? Yeah, he he basically made my career and ruined it at the same time. You know, gave me an opportunity, <laughs> gave me an opportunity to start on the championship team where I could make a name for myself and have a long career. And when I still had time left, when I went back to when I've been back to San Antonio, he cut me right before the playoffs. And you know how that looked at the end of your career to any every team across the league get cut right before the playoffs. So um but I but the respect will always be there. 
things happen. Uh, uh, I'm thankful for the experience and to be able to say I'm an NBA champion, and I wouldn't have got that without him. So he is a legend. He's one of the best coaches ever. He's gonna, he's going to be the winningest coaches ever, and uh, I can't wait to congratulate him. Make sure you check out Forgotten Season this week wherever you get your podcast. Man, closing out, Jack. The Lakers <laughs> get smacked by the Pelicans, bro. I watched. I wanted to watch the Kanye. I got done coaching the Twins yesterday. I wanted to come home and watch the Kanye doc, but the Laker game was on ESPN, so I watched it. And I really watched the whole game because I just wanted to really see. I have been able to catch a whole game in a minute. That's a bad fucking team, Jack. Yeah, it's just the body language. You know, just they don't. Nobody's like they're playing for each other. I think one thing about us, even when we was having games, when we was in Golden State, we had games and we wasn't playing well, we still played for each other, and they got us out of that funk. The reason why they're still in the funk is they're not playing for each other. They are playing for self. They're trying to find somebody to point the finger at. I'm doing my job, but he not. All this, all this is going on. With the talent you have, you can't blame it on AD being out. You still have guy, enough guys to go out there and win games. Man, I just think – you know, it's just it's just all going downhill from the way they tried to point at Russ. You know, to to even with Russ taking the comp, uh, accountability, they still tried to throw it on him. And I think it's a, everybody's accountable for the way this team has been playing all season. This is just a loaded situation. You know, everything is always bigger than basketball in LA. But from Clutch Sports having beef with the Lakers about not making moves, but from what we heard, Clutch Sports is who brought the moves to LA. So it's just like, who knows, is that hearsay or that actual fact? Two, they want to make Frank Vogel the, 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 the scapegoat. And I know you're not the biggest fan of him, but you can't coach effort and, 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 and will and energy. Like, that's shit you can't coach. That's on individual players. So, yeah, this team's not playing well. Uh, but to blame it on him for that type of shit to me is, is is unfair. But at the same time, it looks like Jack can tell me if I'm wrong. He doesn't have that team. I don't know if he ever really had the team, but you could really tell now that he doesn't have the respect in the locker room. Them motherfuckers don't care what he has to say. And I could tell by just looking at them. I really don't know where this team goes. You know, AD had a terrible, terrible, terrible ankle sprain. They're saying he's supposed to be back in four weeks. We'll have to see about that. I think that's going to be longer. Um, but I, I agree. I think that, everyone, though, you know, what's that? That the Vogel is not the guy. You know, I mean, yeah. you can look at this team, right? You can look at this team, right? And Matt, you, they could have put me, you, Rose, and Jelani on that sideline, and and we could have we, we could have coached AD and Braun to the championship. If they healthy, they're gonna get to the championship almost every year if they're healthy. So it ain't too much coaching you can do to those two guys. They are already great, right? So we we could have got them to the championship. So that's why that's why I've been saying. He's, he wasn't the coach. And now you see it because great coaches handle things, you know, in, 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 in tough times. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Pop is, 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 is doing something with San Antonio right now without Tim Duncan. You have LeBron James still. You have Russell Westbrook. You still have three Hall of Famers on your team. So, so if you can't control that and keep that together where your season can stay afloat, where your, season, where your team is still looking respectable, with all the injuries, and you're not the coach that everybody thought you was, and I've been saying that. I agree on that part because, like I said, you can't blame him for effort, energy, and and just wanting to be out there. That shit shouldn't be able to slide under your watch. Like, that many dudes on your team just want to play that way. You know what I mean? So that just shows, like, no one is really over there 
And everyone has different styles. You know, I mean, everyone has mm-hmm. different styles to motivate people. I remember one thing, you know, Magic Johnson said, and then, you know, the way Phil Jackson used uh, to work, you know, you can't talk to everyone the same. You can't treat everyone the same. And everyone has different buttons you have to press as a leader and as a coach. One more thing before we close out on this thing, Jack. Someone, I don't know who it was. It was this weekend or maybe on Friday. Someone still said that LeBron is a great player, but he can't carry your team anymore. What is your thoughts on that? I disagree. It's 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 so many it's so many scrubs in this league, and we talking about LeBron James. LeBron James is going to be a guy that can carry a team and do his part, you know, until he's out the league. I'm not going to say he's going to be the LeBron that can bring a team down from being down three one. I'm not saying he's that LeBron, but he's still good enough to carry a team where he can lead them in, in rebounds, rebounds, points, and assists, and get to a championship. I still think he's that guy. It's just a supporting cast. There's so much negativity going on. So many me, 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 why me? You know, it's just too, too much finger pointing over there. But LeBron still can do it. I don't know who said that. Yeah. So I don't you – know, this is kind of – so that was my thing. Like, was so it LeBron Rick is still I don't know who the fuck said it. LeBron is definitely still doing his job in, in, in getting his numbers, but that's what I mean. Like he's always – until he's done, he's going to be able to do his, his job. But he was always able to do a lot of motherfuckers' jobs before and, and like I said, get right. teams through situations like this. And I don't think it's a knock at LeBron or or anything, but just age is catching up. And he's had to do probably the one superstar that's had to do a lot of um, maybe the most heavy lifting throughout a career. I know people are going to go crazy over that, but he's just done a lot of, a lot for, you know, teams. I just don't know if he still has that in him. Again, I think he's still a great player, uh, a top two or three player in the league, but just his, it takes a lot. And I just think he has a lot of miles and for him to be able to, he's, he's always been able to cover up for the rest of the team's fuck ups or insufficiencies or inabilities. And I just don't know it at at 36 in year 18, that's a lot of heavy lifting to do. And, and, and Bane did it with less. Nah, but not at the end. He couldn't even do it. Remember when, when Cole was at the end, the Lakers were dog shit. Dog shit, dog no, shit. No, but, but he took he, he that's, why, that's why I respect him because he stayed on the ship. No, I'm just talking about at this stage in his career, you know, 30, 30, 36 years old, year 18. That's a lot to ask, I think, of LeBron. Earlier, he's been able to do it yeah. his whole career. But, I agree, though. You know, maybe. I, I, I agree, I agree yeah. with that, Matt. I agree and that's with that, not even Matt, a knock like on him. Said. That's just. Right. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. It's not even a knock on him. No, hell no. Because he was so superhuman before, we just expect him to carry any team wherever. That shit is hard to do, man. For one motherfucking dude to carry a whole team is a lot. And you know, you're 18 and and 36 years old. That 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 may be a heavier ass. That's why they thought bringing in AD would take a lot of the heavy lifting off Braun so you can continue just to maximize him. But he's been having to do a heavy lifting with AD. So we'll see what happens to the Lakers, I'm a, man. I, I'm 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 gonna wordplay off your heavy lifting. They thought AD was going to come and take some of the heavy lifting off Braun, but what he should be is be with Braun and do some heavy lifting in the, the offseason. Ooh, wordplay. Oh, you say he need to get in the gym? Yes. You can catch What's Burning, available every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Our world has been transformed into an alternate reality. Time has been broken. To save the future, we have to repair the past. We are at a fork in the road. Two futures. We need to help each other. We're stronger together 